Glory. Let's get it. Glory be to the Lord. Welcome guys to the what? Christian Podcast 101 and we're back again man. We're back with the consistent episodes now. But yeah man, um, we have a couple of guests on, um, some familiar faces and yeah, I hope you enjoyed last week's video. Yeah. yeah last week's video. Um, yeah, but it was good. Let's introduce the guests again. Uh, uh, I'm James, innit? <laughs> oh, I don't know if you can. Yeah, I'm James. I'm Tita. I'm Joel. And, uh, welcome guys, welcome. Cool, so today's topic is solving dilemmas. So dilemmas, these dilemmas are very, very transparent. It's very good. It's probably one of the, this is probably, this dilemma is really good as well. But yeah, so the first question I want to ask you here. So the first question, this first dilemma is that, cool, number one, I think you guys will kind of be able to relate. So number one, so my, my best friend here, who I've known since birth, we grew up together for 15 years. She has invited me to her birthday. I just started my relationship with God. Um, it's going well, but I know that this party is going to be wild. Like mm-hmm. a wild party, just gonna be drinking, smoking. Yeah. Um, is it, yeah. Is this yeah. a boy or girl? This is a girl. <laughs> okay, okay. And then um, there's gonna be like all these um, smart Some waves. Some people don't know what balloons, bro. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, bombs. A woman's bottom. Yeah, a woman's yeah. bomb, basically. So yeah, so she said that she's afraid that this party might bring her back to her old lifestyle. Should she go because of her best friend, or she, do you think that she should stay at home? <laughs> Almost there at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Tio go first. So I'll let Tio go first. All right, cool. Um, I feel like she's me <laughs> because, okay. um, like, I could say, like, when I was first born again, I was literally in the same situation because, okay. as I said last time, I was the only one that was saved from my friendship group. Mm. So when my friends would invite me and I know there'll be, like, my old lifestyle mm. there, parties, mm. drinking, mm. smoking, mm. I would just... I would say, mm-hmm. don't go, mm. but then I'll be a hypocrite mm. because I went. Mm. And when I went, um, the first few times I stumbled, mm-hmm. but that was for me to learn okay. like the hard way. So okay. it wasn't until I had my own convictions mm. that I then stopped. So, Cause when I went, mm. I found that um, there was temptation mm, there, you yeah, know? Yeah. I put myself in that situation. So mm. when I would drink, I would be like, okay, because I don't drink anymore, let me just have one cup. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. one cup would turn into so two. So making excuses, two, three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, making I was excuses. making excuses. So I found out that like, when I stumbled, it, it brought me back yeah, to the past life. Yeah, yeah, and it affected my relationship with God. Yeah. So for the dilemma, I would basically not encourage you to go mm, okay. because you know what's there. Mm. You know what you're gonna see. Mm. And you know how it's going to affect your spirit and your soul. Mm. So, yeah, it really affected me. And that was detrimental to my relationship with God. So um, if I was to go, I'll probably go and say hi mm. and come out. But mm. that was mm. after I separated myself mm. completely for yeah. yeah for a while. So, yeah, Joel would know as well. Like there was one time I even drove all the way to Leicester for my best friend's birthday. Mm. And when I got there, this was when I was already, you know, had a relationship with God, okay. a steady one, so I could actually go and say hi to my friend mm. and be with her because she was, she was my best friend. Mm. So I could be with her, and she encouraged me not to do mm. the thing, the mm. like drink and stuff. Yeah. So if you have friends that are encouraging, mm. friends that would see you and yeah. be like, "This is not you," yeah. or like, if you want to go and show face, mm. you go there and have them keep you accountable yeah, do you know what i mean yeah. so they know that you're not a part of them so mm. they wouldn't encourage you okay. but whereas you have some friends you yeah. go to a party and mm. they're like drink drink yeah, drink yeah, do you know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah, so they'll yeah, peer yeah, pressure yeah, you yeah, to yeah. doing it but my girls yeah. were like that so mm. if you have friends that are understanding <clears throat> mm. 
they would they mm. would understand the why you can't come and mm. they'll still continue to love you you know even if you do decide not to go so mm. yeah okay joel mm. i'll say don't try and say i'll save them like like our like what tita said like one drink will turn us to two drinks. Mm. Two drinks will turn us to three drinks. Yeah. Before you know it, you're you're out. Do you get mm. what I mean? You're out of the game. Mm. So it's a thing where literally, um, it's not really edifying for you to be there. Mm. Can you imagine Jesus and his angels going there? Yeah, nah, yeah, you, yeah you can't imagine yeah. Angel Gabriel doing that. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I think largely, if you, if you go there, I, it definitely will hinder, it will impede your walk with Christ mm. without a doubt, and you're literally around carnality mm. if i'm being quite honest with you and that's not really going to edify your spirit man mm. obviously there's ways to show love because at the end of the day this is your friend mm-hmm. is it her best friend it's it? her best friend it's her best friend years, you get what i mean years, for 15 yeah. years she's gonna be like raw like you've been my dog for this mm. many years but jesus said he who left mother father or even mm. brother mm. for my sake mm. the reward that's coming for them is far greater do you yeah. get what i mean yeah. so don't look at the longevity of how long you lot have been tight for mm. but if you love christ more you'll know that Christ has to go above a party. Mm. However, still show her love. Don't mm. get me wrong. That doesn't necessarily mm. mean you should neglect her. Mm. Still show her love. Perhaps like, I don't know, visit her here and there. Mm. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But know that party sense. Mm. If you go there, they will slide tackle you. James? Um, no, I agree, man. Uh, with both of you. I feel like, I feel like, uh, like cool, if it's a wild party, like, I think it's a bit of a no-brainer. You shouldn't go. Mm. Yeah. But I think it's... Um, Sometimes if I feel like you have, she's a Christian, right? Yeah. Cool. Just have a relationship with God. All right, cool. You're a Christian. I feel like you have two different types of Christians when it comes to like a, a party saying, shall I go or shall I not go? Yeah. You have someone that lived the life of party. Yeah. And like, they that was their thing in mm. it. Then they come out of that, now they're mm-hmm. in Christ. Mm-hmm. They have another one mm-hmm. that they were in and out. They weren't really in parties. Yeah. Like, if I had to go, like, I'll go. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like for someone who... In in that party room, in that wild party room, yeah, where you have drunkenness, you have all sorts of madness in it. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're the if you're the Christian that um, came from a place where it's like that was you, that was me. Yeah, like, I think it's not wise for you to go yeah. at all in it. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, mm-hmm. like even if it's just like your firstly your friend should understand mm. who you're serving in it. Yeah, honestly. your friend should understand that. It's God first and it's mm. God first. Like everyone puts God first, but you literally yeah. need God first. Yeah, you know, your friends should yeah. understand that. Then as for someone who's like, they weren't really... Into parties. Into mm. part. Like they were just like, I'm a show face person. I think like... It's a bit sticky. I don't want to say, I don't want to encourage going. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. I do want to yeah. encourage supporting your friend. However, there are different types of ways of supporting yeah. your friend. Yeah. Just because it's your birthday and... Um, you have a party it doesn't mean that's that's the only way yeah. I can, you know yeah, what I mean like there are what different there are five different love languages yeah. right? mm-hmm. and it's not just for a boy and girl right I'm pretty sure it's for mm-hmm. a friend as well like yeah. there's gifts yeah. I can get you a gift instead of short mm. it's true so I think there are different types of ways of so I'm not I'm not I'm not really trying to be saying yeah if, if you were in and out in and out just go ahead and go yeah. I'm not trying to encourage mm-hmm. going to a place where you know that it's not good yeah, exactly, yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I think if you you know what's right to do, yeah. I think you know what's right to do, and if you know what you ought to do and you don't do it, that's mm-hmm. a sin. That's a sin, yeah. yeah you know what I mean. Correct. And it says somewhere, it says that in James somewhere. Yeah. But yeah. So with me personally, yeah, um, Matthew chapter twelve verse forty three says that when an, when an impure spirit comes from a person, yeah, 
a sixth place here to find rest. And when mm. he does not find rest, he comes back to the same person. Oh, yes. So in other words, what he's trying to say is that if you go back to the same thing God has delivered you from, yeah, mm. you're going to be repeating the same mistakes over yes. and over again. Yes. You know, a, lot, a lot of times, yeah, we go to parties, yeah, and it's like we regret it. As soon as we step there, it's like, why are we here? Like, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? It's like we get that conviction. Sometimes, yeah, we see a lot of stuff going on. Like, sometimes people shaking the bums. Sometimes people <laughs> getting high. Sometimes, like, you get, um, sometimes, what, what? Like sometimes we just see ungodly stuff um, produced in our minds, isn't it? And it's like, why are we here? You got what I'm saying? And sometimes when you even go to parties, we even grieve the Holy Spirit. You got what I'm yeah. saying? Like we feel so, it's like, it's like we're there for a friend, yeah, but deep inside we don't want to be here. Yeah. You got what I'm saying? It's like that struggle. It's like, ah, even though I don't want to go, you have to go for my friend. So one thing that I'll say is that you have to like, you just start your relationship with God. Like I feel like you need to prioritize that first before yes. you think about your friend. You got what, yeah. what I'm trying to say? Because at the end of the day, your friend probably has been there for f- not probably your friend has been there for fifteen years, yeah. But God has been there throughout your lifetime. Honestly. So you should be serving God more than your friends. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So I believe that for parties wise, yeah, I believe that you should kind of like just like get your relationship with God first, like develop it, get closer to God, and then yeah, remain constant in God. And once you get remain constant in God, yeah, God will put you back into that environment. Yes. You know what I'm trying to say? So I believe that. Sometimes yeah, it's not the right time to go in right now because the yes. Bible says there's a time and a season for everything. Yes. So if you mess up the time and seasons right now, yeah, you you you'll be very like you regret for you regret. You know what I'm trying to say. And mm-hmm. also, there's something I want to say as well. Before you say that thing, so um, hopefully you remember that. Um, I wanted to say that it's not every party that's demonic and it's not yeah, every yeah, party yeah. that's demonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get to that. Yeah, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Because I think like we can be very like... <laughs> judgmental and like very screwed on. I think as Christians, we can over-exaggerate and okay. overreact. Yeah, okay. right? I think yeah. overreact is the word. Mm. Overly spiritual. Yeah. yeah. No, no, <laughs> you know what it says in Ecclesiastes? Don't be spirit- overly spiritual, yeah. overly righteous. Yeah. Yeah. You get what I mean? Being overly righteous is actually a real concept. Yeah. Like, you get like, like the Pharisees. Like the Pharisees, yeah. you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm fasting three yeah. times a week. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. even yeah. Jesus said, even the harlots will even enter the kingdom before you guys. Mm. Because like, you call them a whitewash wall. Mm. Do, I don't, do you remember that passage? You call them a whitewash wall, meaning that like outwardly, they mm. think they're all pure, but yeah. really and truly, when yeah, you no. actually come to the wall and go like that, yeah, they're dirty. It's they're really dirty. Mm. Do you that's, get what I mean? That's literally like, um, like you said about the Pharisees. I believe the Pharisees they were like, all right, cool, we're gonna fast this. Um, I think they only used, to, they only needed to fast. I think when maybe once a year, mm. and these guys mm. would be like, because we want to be more holier than yeah, that, yeah. we'll do it x amount of times yeah. a week. <laughs> and they were doing all, they were doing the most, the most, the most, the most, yeah, just to know that. It was all in vain. Counts yeah. nothing. But yeah, like not everything is not every party you go to is gonna be mm. just because there are drinks there, yeah. just because alcohol yeah. still doesn't mean yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's true. No, but it's like people getting drunk and then you seeing people because sometimes yeah, let's say that you're seeing people like wine on each other, yeah. Bro, I'm telling you, yeah, you're gonna go to your bed, yeah, you're gonna be repaying <laughs> that memory of what you <laughs> saw. You know what I'm trying to say? Sometimes can, yeah. But can I pause you there? Yeah, go on. Cause some some worldly things you just can't run away from. Yeah, it's but sometimes true. you put yourself in that position. No, nah, mm-hmm. that's true, bro. What do, do you mean by some do, worldly things you can't run away from though? They're worldly things. Like you can't. Oh, okay, cool. I get what you're saying. I think, for example, today, yeah, <laughs> I was coming on the train, yeah, and I think the devil kind of like wanted to go off to my mind, didn't it? So I saw a group of like young people. I think they were like 18 or something, yeah. And then, bro, they were talking about like sex, like sexual stuff, like like giving heads and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then it was mad because it's like they were sitting right next to me as well. So I'm hearing all these stuff here. So and then, and then there was just in your mind, like, bro. There was like, like there was no way I can go out because it's like, you know when you, you, know, you know when the train is kind of blocked, you know when you can't even get through the other door, bro, I could not go. Like, you know what I'm just saying? Slap on the airports. Bro, I did that as well. I did that as well. So do, I feel bro. like, that's what we've James talking about. Like, you can't, so there's some worldly parties, not worldly parties, but some worldly mm-hmm. things that you can't exempt. You yeah, that's one of the ways. Like, sometimes your environment Okay, well, the party like it's more time is something you, you, you willingly go to. Yeah, you go but to sometimes you. your environment is a thing where it's like, 
uh, let, let's say for example you're in a classroom or something like mm. that and someone's just like playing the madness on you mm. and it's like affecting you. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sometimes you actually just can't do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, okay, yeah. You can't control yeah. someone yeah. else's behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, I'll true. give an example as well. Like when I'm doing hair mm. and I'm playing my gospel songs mm. and like maybe my client is listening to all this like old twerking stuff mm. that I used to listen mm. to. It's like, ah, uh, like, mm. or yeah. even like when they're scrolling on TikTok mm. and you just see some mm. random stuff, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. or some, yeah. <laughs> some, yeah, I yeah. don't want to go into details, mm. but yeah, yeah I've seen a doing. lot and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, so I get, I get what you're trying Can't to say, run but, away from but I believe that like, with a relationship you've got, you have to like prioritize that first. And I also believe mm. that the company, as you, as you said, the environment that you keep yourself in here can actually just, can actually either better relationship with God or affect it. Go. You know, the Bible actually says in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 26, it says that the righteous mm. should choose his friends carefully, for the mm. wicked will lead him astray. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So, honestly, if you want to abide in Christ, yeah, the friends you choose can largely affect your destiny a couple of years. Mm. And we know the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, for bad company can corrupt good character. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So, we know that there's danger in having the bad mm. kind of people around you, bro. Mm. So, have, in the multitude of counselors, there safely, mm. safety, but you want the type of counselors that are abiding in Christ mm. and they're actually willingly seeking his will mm. and they'll give you strength and they'll be mm. praying for you. Man. Mm. So what advice would you guys give to someone, for example, if you're the first person in your friendship group mm-hmm. to be saved mm-hmm. and you haven't really like encountered real Christians, like everyone around you is either lukewarm or they're all doing the same thing as you, but then you've now decided to take God seriously and you're the only one in your friendship group. Mm-hmm. How do you go about that? Well, one thing that, one of my friends, it happens to my one of my friends as well. He, he took his relationship with God seriously. Uh, what what he did is kind of distance himself from his friends first, like, mm. just to like make sure his relationship with God is strong first. Then when his relationship was got, when his relationship with God was strong, yeah, got stronger, yeah. Then he came out, mm. you know, and eventually to his friends. And then the way he the way he did it, the way he did it is that he did Bible studies with people. Mm. So he did Bible studies with his friends, trying to get to know them, trying to like the Bible says, I become all things so that I may yeah, win yeah. some. You know okay, what I'm saying? So yeah. he he became like them because. But one thing that I feel like as Christians we need to know is that just because you came out of the world doesn't mean that you were once not in the world. You get what I'm saying? So you have to kind of like find the relation humble between beginnings. them. <laughs> yeah, do not despise the humble beginnings. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? So sometimes you have to kind of relate to them like the way you used to behave as well. So yeah. that you can kind of get yeah. to, you can kind of get what you, not what you want from them, but how to kind of um, bring Christ to them. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So I feel like it's just like first distance yourself, getting close to God. Like just say that, just maybe say to your friends, I'm going to take a couple of days here just to like um, develop my, my spiritual life with God. Mm-hmm. And then maybe if it might be a week, a month here. And then when you come back here, God will give like ideas or mm-hmm. how to evangelize to your friends. And then when you come back here, you see that you're, you're spiritually wise. You're like, mm-hmm. you, don't, you, like, you don't get tempted by the old things you get tempted yeah. by. Like, you're, you're, you're new. You're, yeah, you know what you're I'm a saying? new creation. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say. So yeah. yeah. What about you? That's good. James? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> now nah, you go. Bro, do you know what is it? Everyone here on this table can say that as a testimony, you have to go through that. Do you get what I mean? In the mm. sense of when we gave our life to Christ, I'm mm. sure it wasn't as simple yeah, as ABC. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah, get yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Best advice I can give is literally like what Reuben said, just abide in God. Keep going to the actually the church, bro. Don't mm. underestimate the power of going to church and mm. having people around you mm. that are seeking God like you. And then when God knows you're ready, he will mm. release you back to them in such a way that 
you can come back and edify them yeah. and encourage them mm. and let your fruit speak for you. Mm. Do you get what I mean? John the Baptist said, bear fruits worthy of repentance. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So let your fruits do the talking. Mm. Yeah. Also, use wisdom. Also to, to add on as well, yeah, the Bible says, walk with the wise and become wise, walk with fools and suffer harm. So I believe that also find godly friends as well. One thing that I have to do, yes, yeah, I pray for godly friends and God yeah. brought them into my life. Sometimes, yeah, like when you feel alone, yeah, ask God to give you godly friends. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't do it by yourself. You need people yeah, to encourage yeah. you. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Even Jesus had 12 disciples. You get what I'm trying to say? He needed that 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 fellowship that that believe that that you know what I'm trying to say those people to come around them to kind of like help mm. him do the work of God. Mm-hmm. I believe believe that you need like believers. You know what I'm trying to say godly friends. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you need fellowship. Yeah, you need fellowship because of fellowship is the reason why the person's even going yeah. in the first place. Yeah. So we all desire to fellowship. Mm. So um, that lack of fellowship or like for example. Feeling lonely and stuff like that can pressure someone to go into mm. those environments. Yeah. So like you said, fellowship is really mm. important. As believers, you can have fellowships. Yeah. And um, like somebody could also say, oh, Jesus went to a party. Or, yeah. But the party was a wedding. Mm. So there's different events mm. and like there's, there's different purposes. Mm. For example, birthdays is mm. the only time I actually go. Mm. Birthdays, like... Um, celebrations mm. like milestones mm. like real milestones mm. in life is yeah. when I go and support my worldly mm. friends mm. and like it's not to say oh I'm yeah. more holy than mm. them but it's just for my own sake yeah. not because of what they're doing mm. I'm not looking at what they're doing mm. I'm gonna look at what's there and how it can affect my relationship with God and my spirit so um, a Christian distancing themselves from their friends is basically like to for their own sake for their own spirit man not because oh i don't want to be with mm. with my friends mm. do you know what i mean yeah. so yeah it's it's important to to fellowship mm. i just want to say yeah before we move on to the next thing yeah um two things firstly i want to say like when you when you come in, into christ yeah and your friends are in the world i feel like you shouldn't forget them yeah. at the same time because mm. they are basically what you were yeah, yeah. If yeah. that makes any sense mm. you know what i mean so yeah. i feel like it's your job to basically bring christ to them mm-hmm. basically and obviously not force it down there yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, i mean because yeah, yeah. at the end of the day choosing christ is it's up to them you know what i mean i can yeah. i can only give you so much mm. of christ you know i can mm. only offer you so much of christ mm. whether you want to accept him or not it's up to you yeah. if yeah. you say no mm. I, maybe down the line i can, keep, say, on, yeah. I can yeah. keep on offering you mm. if you yeah. keep saying no like mm. it's, it's, it's your decision your blood is free yeah yeah and the other thing i wanted to say yeah it was okay so what would you what would you say to people where it's like their culture does wild things. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a thing where, it's almost <laughs> a thing where, it's even, it's even mine because like, I can't lie, there's a lot of, I'm, I'm zimming it. So like, there's a lot of drinking, there's a lot yeah. of like, drunkenness, yeah. there's a lot of madness in it. Mm-hmm. So like, what, what about, it's a, it's a family event, mm-hmm. you have to go, mm-hmm. yeah. you're in that environment. Mm-hmm. Again, no escape. Yeah. What do you do now? Um, with me, my families, they love parties mm. and that, that kind of parties, you know, drinking and stuff. So, I remember when my auntie would throw parties, um, I would go there and something that Jesus actually taught me was service. Mm. So when you find yourself in those kind of environments, like, okay, your your family, your whole family is going mm. and sometimes I don't go, mm. like I just don't go. But sometimes when I find myself in those situations, mm. I try to serve. Mm. I try to help my auntie cook. Mm. You know, I try to like speak to my cousins about mm. Christ because some of them don't hear about mm. it. So I'm probably the only light in that, in that family. Yeah. So sometimes, I, like, 
I'm not, I'm led to go, mm. not not like, oh, I'm led to go in a in a bad environment, mm. but like I'm led because there's something that I need to yeah. say to someone on that day mm. or or do on that day. Yeah. It's funny because there was one time my girl threw a party and it was like for her child, didn't it? Mm. And when I went, I said, God, like, let there be something that I can leave with someone, mm. like a part of you that I can leave with someone mm. on. And when I went there, I was doing service. I was mm. helping them clean and things like that. Like I'll be in the kitchen and mm. stuff. You won't find me where mm. the actual no party and dancing yeah. is happening, but you'll find me in the back, mm. maybe helping her clean up and stuff. Mm. So you could you could serve, you could, you know, not take the drinks, but like clean up, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, that's what I find myself doing. And when I went to the get um, my girl's child's birthday, I was praying. I said, God, let there be something that, you know, will be of you in that place or like mm. how can I share something with someone mm. and literally just about when I was leaving mm. I went to the top I was looking around the house because it was like a mansion yeah. so I went upstairs the top floor there was another girl reading mm. the bible in the oh. room so we sat there and mm. we were just talking about Christ the mm. whole time mm. so I got to share with her a bit of what, what I've learned know. and she yeah, got yeah, to share yeah. and that was the fellowship mm. that I was looking, looking for, for yeah. yeah and it actually happened in mm. that kind of environment yeah. so you never know what you might find and yeah. even in my family parties as well mm. like when I go there and I speak to my cousins that's literally the only time I get to see this this cousin like that mm. on an intimate setting so I can sit with her in her room and talk mm. to her so sometimes it's not always a bad yeah. thing you know what yeah I just want to say like God bless you because yeah, I'm going to be real fam like if you're going to like a worldly environment I ain't trying to preach Christ. Who's trying to listen? Who's like, trying to listen? No <laughs> one. Who's trying to listen, bro? Even if it's your friends, your boys. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, you, you go into an environment, bro, and you're talking to me about Christ, bro. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. If I'm, if I'm, in, my, if I'm in the world, yeah, bro, like, yeah, I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. Especially when you enjoy the flesh, bro. Like, yeah. it's, it's a different yeah. whatever, innit? And you're trying to talk to me about Christ, yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah. Anybody should <laughs> yeah. No one's going to hear it. Because yeah. I, 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 it can be very discouraging, but I really like, I really mm-hmm. salute you. Mm. Yeah, it's very discouraging. But from that day, I realised like, wow, like, God, you're talk funny. Because it was something I prayed mm. for that day. I said, God, let there be something. Mm. I want to talk about you. Mm. Like, but I knew where I was going. Mm. So I didn't go there with the, oh, I'm going to talk about Christ. Mm. But I went there to serve, basically. Yeah. And after serving, God basically just gave me a little treat. And he was mm. like, yeah, here. Go, no. go and speak to this girl mm. and I went and spoke to her so I, I enjoyed that day actually and I remember I told I told my friend about it but yeah okay. no that's good still man alright cool let's move on to the next question um cool I think this might be something that not all of us number two so the question number two yeah so the lemon the lemon so cool i've been smoking weed for oh, five years so i've been smoking weed for five years now it has become normal to me first i used to feel weird about it feel weird about smoking weed but it's gone now is smoking weed a sin yes okay you think so Anything that tampers with, with your, your soberity, because yeah. mm. the Bible says, be sober and mm. be vigilant because the enemy is prowling around like looking for who to devour. Yeah. So if you want to be devoured mm. in the spirit realm, mm. smoke weed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. If you if you don't want to be straight in life, smoke mm. weed. Mm. And um, anything that would tamper with your thought process, mm. you know, I would say is a sin. Yes, a sin yeah. You know, if you're not in control of your thoughts mm. and if, other voices are coming to your mind. Mm. Those 
those are just other spirits. Mm. So if you're not in full control of your spirit, mm. then what is controlling you? Mm. So yeah, weed, no. yeah. When you smoke weed, it can. Some people will say, "Oh, they're calm," mm. or they're just they just do it because they just like it. Mm. It's addictive. Number one, mm. it makes you it makes you have thoughts that are not godly, mm. and number three, like. It's just... Just not godly. Yeah, like, weed, weed can lead to a lot of other stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll say this, yeah. In terms of, like, smoking weed, um, I don't I don't necessarily think that it's a sin to smoke. I do think it's a sin to get high. Mm-hmm. 110% it's a sin to get high. Well, You're talking about when people are medically subscribed to it kind of thing. Nice. You're talking about smoking weed. Smoking oh, okay, weed. just for, like, as in, like, like, for leisure. Yeah, let's okay. Yeah. okay, and the thing, and okay, maybe it might be a sin in in the sense that what was the purpose for that actual plant? Yeah, right? and you see that Jesus got, Jesus got angry when um when things were things had a purpose and they were used for the opposite exactly mm-hmm. yeah. like in the temple when corrupted um, so yeah. you made that this of house of this house of yeah. prayer yeah in, you change yeah. this house of prayer into yeah. a den, den of thieves, thieves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right so you see basically god has a purpose for every single thing that he mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. and if you don't um use it in the right purpose exactly so i understand that i do i, I do understand that and yeah. i'll also say like the thing about weed um wait what did she say she's she can't stop she said that oh wait again she said that she she doesn't know so she's been smoking weed for five years now and it's become normal to us it's become like an everyday routine that she used to do is every single day. And like, first she used to feel weird about it. I think she used to get a conviction. Mm. But now, it's she's gone now. Yeah, yeah it's gone now. But now, like, so she's asking, smoking weed is still a sin. Like, is it a sin? I, okay, I, f- I think, yeah. So to answer, that, to answer that question, basically, it's almost a thing where it's like, I'm okay, she's she a Christian. Yeah, she is. Okay, she's a Christian. I'll say, it's a cycle, but you're not addicted. The reason why I say you're not addicted is because Addiction, basically, I, I searched addiction and it actually meant something like you have, it basically has power over you and you can't stop using whatever substance you're using. Mm. Mm. So if you're addicted to something, you whenever it causes you, you can't do anything mm. but serve it. Mm-hmm. So whenever temptation causes you, you can't do anything but serve mm. that temptation. Mm-hmm. And so as a Christian, a lot of, you, I, I don't think that you're, you have addictions because you're no longer a slave to sin. Mm. But you're a slave to righteous living. Mm. And so since you're a slave to righteous living, mm. it's not a thing where it's like, whenever righteousness calls you, you do it. It's not mm. you're not a yes man. But basically means that you being a slave, you being a bond servant, in fact, mm. is basically you coming to Jesus and being like, God, whatever do you want, what do you want from mm. me? Mm. And then you go and do that and you come back to Jesus, what do you want? You mm. go, you go out and do whatever he wants, you mm. come back to his feet and say, mm. God, what do you want from mm. me to do? As that as a servant shall mm. do. But being actually like trapped in a circle. And being addicted where you can do nothing but say mm. yes to another power and mm-hmm. being a Christian. I don't know. For me, it doesn't sit right. I think that, me, I don't think that can work. But however, I do think a lot of it is mentally where mm. you can think I'm actually addicted and there's no way out. Because what does it say? The Bible says that God will not um, tempt Tempting. you more than you can bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in that temptation, he'll always make mm. a way a out. Way, yeah. mm. He'll always make a way out. So I, I do think the mm. only way out is actually using the strength of God. Mm. Because anytime you don't use the strength of God, yeah. you know that's you know that's important. Mm. Have you ever have you ever been have you ever been in a situation yeah, where you're tempted, you have God inside of you, mm. but then 
Okay, let's say two situations. You have God inside of you. One time you use your strength. One time mm. you use God's strength. Mm. When you use God's strength, when you use God's strength, you you will you will come out oh, using yeah. that door yeah. that God makes yeah. a way out. Yeah. When you use your own, it's impossible. You get trapped. It's actually it's, it's impossible. We're too weak, bro. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Cool. Sorry, let oh. me add on something. I think I think smoking weed is a sin, yeah. regardless if you don't want to get high or not, because your main intent is to get high. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see no one smoking weed to, not to get high. Yeah. You know what I actually, I say? Okay, just to stop you here, this actually, I, I actually heard someone say this yesterday. <laughs> and it was, it? for me, it was a bit mad. It was, okay. the new, no, go, go it was something I've never heard before in it. Okay. But I, I, I can't judge in it. Like, mm. It was just something new. Mm. They said, um, and they're, they're a married couple, mm. so married couple, so they said um, once they put their child to bed, <laughs> it's not weed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not just okay. that. It's not just that. Okay. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say. That. They, what they do, they, once they put their child to bed, they have their quiet time and read the Bible and smoke a blunt. Do you know it, yeah? I used to do that. Is it? I used to do that. But I would say smoking weed is complete divination. Like, but the do, Bible would you do it to get high or would you do it? Let me just, like, for, I don't know, some sort of feed. Is there another feeling that smoking weed does except for getting high? It makes you feel good. Yeah, it makes you feel good. Yeah, temporary though. Yeah. And that's what Go I was on. gonna say. Go on. Smoking weed is opium in the sense that it's a hallucinatory drug mm. that makes you feel good in the moment, right? Yeah. And most of the, from my observation, because obviously I have friends that bill it, I have friends yeah. that are yeah, trapped. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You get what I mean from the world. Mm. And most of them that I know that bill it mm-hmm. or that trap mm-hmm. is because they want to escape a problem that they're going yeah. through. Yeah. Ninety percent of my friends, ninety to almost ninety nine point nine recurring mm. percent of them, mm. bill it because they're avoiding something that they are troubled yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. But they do not know how to express it, and they do not know how to channel it to mm. God. Because if we're like, I'm not even gonna lie, I'm so far, I'm yeah. gone out of it. Yeah. God is even gonna hear me right mm. now, and they don't have the revelation that mm-hmm. fact that like they can really call out to their Abba Father mm. and He can save them. You was calling Romans six in it when mm. you're when yeah, you're now six. slave, when you were slave to sin, mm-hmm. but we're now slave to righteousness, mm. right? Mm. But he also said in Romans 6 verse 16 that the members of who you, what you obey, you're basically a slave to that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So if every day Satan's ministry, because one thing about Satan, he yeah. can make his voice sound like your voice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you know what? Yeah, you're going through it. Just do it, bro, man. And you're actually obeying him because mm. we were once slaves to disobedience. Mm. If you read yeah. Ephesians 2 mm. yeah. verse 1 to 3, it talks about how we were once in dead and trespasses. Mm. Before we were Christians. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? But then, she's Christian. But then, is she abiding in yeah, God's will? Yeah, exactly, and so yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. Like, we have to remember one of the names of God I always mention is Quena, and that's a jealous God, right? Mm-hmm. And if you choose weed mm-hmm. over God mm-hmm. as your I source of strength, mm-hmm. weed has mm-hmm. now become your God. Yeah. 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 And then weed opens the gateway to so many things mm-hmm. fornication, mm-hmm. overthinking, mm-hmm. Yeah. because weed is just anxiety. That, do you get what I mean? So is the, is weed, mm-hmm. is the use of weed actually the sin, or is it the purpose that you have? I, because if you think about it, yeah. Let's say I have a purpose. Mm. I I just I don't know. Like I like the smell, mm. and I just smoke weed. Mm. I don't know how to smoke. I've never smoked before. In it, mm. I just yeah. I smoke weed. Like and I I only take I don't know three. Can three get you mm. high? It depends. One. <laughs> One. Is it okay? Um, One let's say I, okay. Let's say I, let's say I take a specific weed that mm. like it's just three mm. three hits and yeah. I, I don't get high. I'm literally oh, three. I'm literally three. sober. And another person and you, Joel. Mm-hmm. You take it to actually get high. Mm. But you're still tempting yourself to get high. Yeah. 
You get what I'm trying to say? Because you haven't got high of the three puffs, it doesn't mean that you, you won't get high of the fifth one. It's basically like when you mm-hmm. drink. You know when you drink here, you say like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not drunk, and you drink again, then drink again, you drink mm-hmm. again, and then by the end. But then the thing is with drinking, <coughs> drinking is basically the exact same example, right? Yeah. But just with alcohol. Yeah. So mm-hmm. alcohol, is is it a sin to drink alcohol? It's yes. not a sin. No, it's, it's not, bro. It's not to, a sin to drink. To, to okay, use drink okay, okay, okay. It had to be okay. fermented. To drink, sin. but it's a sin, like, with your intent to yeah, get intentions, drunk. Bro, you intentions, bro. Your intentions, bro. That's what and I said. Because obviously, bro, the Bible says, and drink said, wine for infirmity's sake. Do not um, exaggerate the flesh. You say, you say something you about... Exaggerate the, no, you should exaggerate the weakness of your flesh because you don't know how weak you actually are. Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. But basically, what I was trying to say, again, it comes back to your purpose. My purpose was different to yours. You wanted to get high. I just like the smell. I just like the smell. Well, then that's... The Bible, drinking itself, no, alcohol Mm. is not a sin because it had different use, just like the plant weed has different use. Mm. So the fact that we abuse it Mm. is what is the sin. Mm. Like overeating Mm. is a sin, you know? So there's a thin line between (laughs) when something is, when something is a sin or Mm. not. So I understand Mm. where you're coming from. But getting high, anything that would tamper mm. with your soberity, as I said, mm. is a sin. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So how about then, cigarettes? Yeah. Cigarettes, yeah. yeah. It's a sin, yeah. It tampers with, Smoking with your Smoking cigarettes is a sin. Yeah. Yeah, bro, it's giving you what's it called bad health. Because you have to remember, obviously, the Bible says the, our body doesn't belong to us. Yeah. It's yeah. the temple of the Holy Ghost. And if we're corrupting it every day... Yeah. When we stand before God, he's going to say, well, you just use your body for nonsense, bro. Mm. I gave you this body. I gave you the breath of life. And every day you use it to exercise. I personally, I personally believe that it's down to your actual purpose of the use of what you're but using. But who can I, use weed for? It's like, it's like drinking wine, Okay, bro. look, can I share a testimony of a friend, a very close friend I had that actually smoked weed? I'll try and make it oh. quick. I had a friend, right? He was, because everyone has different level tolerance to weed. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. Yeah. Everyone has different so tolerance alcohol, to weed. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my friends... He was so addicted to it. I've done intense prayer and fasting for this guy behind mm. the scenes, right? But one particular day, he did it and he stripped naked in the street mm. and claiming he was Jesus. Mm. Do you necessarily think that was God's will for him to go through that? No. No. Do you think he was sane when he went through that? Insane. Sane. Oh, no, no, no. So okay. the point I'm trying to get is that weed is not necessarily edifying. It's not even edifying, bro. Even eating too much bread. But then it we know that. That's yeah, yeah, right. yeah, we know that's a but, sin, yeah. But is eating bread bad? Is eating bread a sin? Well, we know overeating is a sin, man. Yeah. Huh? We know overeating. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so then it goes back to your purpose. You have food in front of you, you have a plate. But then it goes back to tolerance. Yeah, abuse, yeah, abuse of the substance yeah. as well is, yeah. is a sin. So, so what, what, is weed, what is weed for yeah, what is it in for? the first place? So if you use it in any other way, you're abusing it. Yeah, you're abusing Do you know it. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Our body, like, for example, is just like sex. Sex is not a sin. But outside yeah. of the context that, context that is supposed to be mm. used, it becomes a sin. Yeah. So outside of marriage becomes a sin. Mm. So outside of the use that God intended for we to be used mm-hmm. as, it becomes a sin. Right, that's what I did, that's what I did mention. Mm-hmm. Whether it was actually perverted yeah, as yeah. to what God had actually called it mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. be useful mm. the purpose yeah. of it. Yeah. So whether you're using it, so for example, whether you're using weed um, just to use it or like, for example, you said, what is the purpose? What is the intent behind using it? Mm. Why are you using it? Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. this is not the way that yeah. it should have been used. 
to summarize my bro can you picture jesus in heaven your lord and savior billing it every day if you can cool as someone who was heavily into weed i would smoke every day so i spent a lot of money on weed as well like it there's a lot more that it does to someone mm. than you think mm. you know you may think that oh it's just smoking and it's just calm no it there's a lot more implication mm. like drinking and stuff there's a lot more that goes on that you don't understand in the spirit realm mm. yeah. so spiritually okay. weed is not good for you mm. and even mm. physically sometimes it's not good for your mental health mm. so um yeah i would just say that it doesn't it does more bad than good mm. so i don't think god would appreciate yeah. it if we abuse yeah, the, the use of it. I think also going yeah. back to the point, the Bible also, no, not the Bible. Um, cool. So in that statement, yeah, she said that um, she felt weird about it. So the first question I want to ask you is that, why did you feel weird about it? If you feel weird about something, yeah, then you know that something is wrong. You get what I'm trying to say? If mm. I feel weird about something, let's say that I want to go out here. Conviction. And I get that conviction that, oh, I, f- I have that, let's say my, I get that feeling in my belly saying that, mm, should I go? Or I get my, f- you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you know what I mean? What was it? Butterflies or something. So mm-hmm. it's like, the moment that you feel weird about something, yeah, that could be the moment the Holy Spirit is convicting you not to do it. Mm-hmm. And the more that you keep smoking weed, smoking weed, yeah, you're going to drown out the Holy Spirit's voice. You know what I'm trying yes. to say? You're going to say, you're going to numb, you're going to numb the Holy Spirit from speaking to you. You know what I'm trying to say? Because that's what weed does. Weed takes the, replaces, sorry, weed takes the, the, the place of God and replaces with his addic- uh, with its addictions. You know what I'm trying to say? A lot of people can smoke weed for weeks months they can be in even the home um a trap house and just mm. been building it for like a whole week you know what i'm trying to say it creates addictions you know what yeah. i'm trying to say so i feel like that's what a, lot, a lot of times yeah when uh, people are smoking weed all of that yeah i do not encourage it i don't say that i'll go smoke weed or do that yeah because i believe that it, it it has some um a hold of you that you can't stop yeah you know what I'm trying to say? i believe that everything has a spirit tied to Attached it, to you know it yeah. that's why a lot of times yeah there's certain spirits that or the same sins that you can't stop doing you know what i'm trying to say the same that maybe like pornography masturbation all of you have sins tied to it. so even when you try to stop here yeah, you can't stop you get what i'm trying to say sometimes mm-hmm. yeah even with masturbation you try to stop masturbating yeah but it's like some, you feel like something's forcing you to do it, you get what i'm trying to say yeah so i feel like it's with, 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 with weed as well it's like there's something tied behind it that, that makes you that urges you to do it, you get what i'm trying to say and the bible also says in hebrews chapter 3 verse 15 it says that um the day you hear my voice yeah bet, you better not harden oh, your heart no. you get what i'm trying to say so the day you hear god's voice the day he, the day you hear the history conviction of the weed yeah and you keep doing you keep doing you keep doing it yeah you're going to numb his, his voice here yeah, and yes. now you're going to become your own god you get what i'm trying yes. to say so it's just like lucifer he became his own god in heaven mm-hmm. and not in heaven well he's in heaven when he got cast out he got cast out yes yeah, you get what i'm trying to say because the bible says the god of this world has blinded our minds so the devil can actually blind your mind and think mm-hmm. that weed smoking weed is good but yes. it's actually not like it's leaving yes. you empty you know what i'm trying to say and a lot of people smoke because of depression anxiety mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you know what i'm trying to say a lot of stuff goes behind sometimes problems as well mm-hmm. you can't face a problem so the smoky just to kind of like numb the numb the, the problem but it's temporary yes you know what I'm saying? yes so, when yeah. they become sober again like the yeah. problem is still there. It's still there whereas if you cast your burdens onto, onto jesus God, yeah. he's more like mm. he's gonna do something mm. about it but the weed is not gonna do something it's about your problems do. it's gonna do something about your state your mindset mm. in in that moment mm. so um yeah so how does this girl stop her five year cycle that's what i was about to say i think one thing that i can, I can vouch for is that my friend here who used to smoke weed yeah she was addicted to weed for four years mm-hmm. for four years yeah so cool what I had to, what, what i basically did for her was that i went to i went to fast for it for for days so you know how you know how this church here you know how church has something like 66 
I, I didn't go 666. I went that seven days straight without no food. Mm. So I started on Monday, yeah. I remember, I remember this. I, remember, I started on Monday, yeah, with uh, my last meal. I remember even my last meal. I remember I was eating an apple in it. <laughs> and then this was 4 a.m. Because my fasting, the way I like to pick my fast is that when I sleep, that's when my fasting begins, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I want to start on Monday, innit? So it was 4 a.m. <laughs> on Monday, yeah. So cool. So I, I must have told God, God, if you don't want me to eat this apple, let something happen. Oh, I see, this apple just drops. Bro, I pick it up, bro. I pick it up, wash it, and I start eating. Because I got like, this is my last meal. So cool. So what I was basically doing was I was just having just water, I was just having water, so it was basically like a water fast, innit? So yeah. just, just I turned off every social media, um, I, I deleted Snapchat, Instagram, all these social media, and I just got close to God. So what I basically did is that I, I basically fasted for her in it and said that God, like she's addicted to weed, yeah. I want that urge to go. So I fasted for her for like seven days in it, seven days straight. I didn't even have any food. And then cool. I remember the next week or two weeks here, she was like, oh, Ruben, my, my, um, the urge that I have it is gone. Oh, Bro, think, wow. about, think about someone who's been smoking with me for five or four years, yeah? Yeah. And then she just, kissed, she just said that the, the urge was gone. Bro, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, she tried many things. She even said that she was going to go to um, rehab. It's a rehabilitation. Mm. And, and I was like, you know what? Let me just, this time I'm going to use the fast, in it? So I fasted, yeah, and she's like, the urge was gone. You know mm. what I'm trying to say? So a lot of times, yeah, as I said, it's a spiritual issue. Yeah. The way, the way you treat a spiritual issue is by by combating the spiritual issue with yes. the fasting, you know what I'm trying to say? So mm-hmm. what I did for her is that I fasted, yeah, and that addiction that was, good, was gone, you know what I'm trying to say? So mm-hmm. I believe that if you do fast, yeah, mm-hmm. if you do, if you do, like get empty and you read the word, you pray, in, yes. instead of um, smoking weed, yeah, use that for the word, praying, yeah, I'm telling you, that, that, that urge of weed, yeah, will, 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 will go on. Because the Bible says that um, if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, you shall be filled. Mm-hmm. If you hunger for the word of God mm-hmm. and rather than weed, I'm telling you, you will overcome that addiction. Amen. But that's what that's what Amen. that's what that's what I'll tell you to do still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the way I got over my addiction mm-hmm. is that I went through deliverance. So mm-hmm. like you said, prayer and fasting really does help. And reading the word daily, mm-hmm. daily, daily, that mm-hmm. became my daily bread, literally. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, you you hunger for righteousness mm-hmm. and, and the word of God. So I would go on long fast as well and that's how i was able to sustain myself mm. like regular fasting mm. um regularly reminding myself that there's nothing in it mm. like even if i was to do it mm. what, what are you gonna what get, you, out, of gonna get yeah. out of it yeah you're only gonna kill your spiritual mm. life so it, it pushed me to not touch weed again mm. so i haven't touched weed in over a year oh, and a glory. half over over a year that's and a half so powerful. yeah after smoking from when i was like 14 15 mm. yeah that's, that's when i started years. yeah but yeah, oh, yeah. See, yeah, but yeah, I think one thing you just have to be is be determined in it. Like if you're yeah. determined, like and say that like, I'm not gonna have this here, and yeah. you, you apply the spiritual steps here to fast and to pray or to read your word, yeah, I'm telling you, you overcome it. Like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, and another thing, I I also said to God, I said, God, make it disgusting to me. Mm. Like even like before when I when I was first born again, I would go to like a barbecue and mm. I would smell it and I'd be so tempted to oh, do it. Get but then yeah, as I'm as I'm smelling it and. To me at mm. that time, it's not good because yeah. that's what I like. Yeah. yeah, I was used to it, and and I couldn't smell it without asking mm. my my girl to give me mm. some or my boy to give me some. Mm. So yeah, so I said, God, make it disgusting. So mm. whenever I smell it now, it's like I want to throw up. Mm. So sometimes you can ask God to change that desire mm. in you. It's mm. all in the heart as mm. well. So whatever your heart desires is what you're gonna find yeah. appealing. So I said, God take this desire out of mm. me so he took the desire out mm. and now we just think yeah, to me so yeah so I, was, sorry, I was just saying um two things with the you spoke about desires i think it's james that talks about how our temptation comes from desires yeah, right? all desires, yeah. James. yeah. yeah james. <laughs> what a wise man what a wise book as well. <laughs> but yeah so it was what desires led to sin mm. or was it tem- desires led to temptation which led to sin which yeah. led to death mm. Mm. yeah so 
those things is a thing where you actually have to analyze your desires. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not saying because at the end of the day, you can have the most righteous and most holy desires yes. and still mm. be tempted. Jesus mm-hmm. was yeah, tempted, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he didn't have any perverted desires. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, like analyze your actual desires. Yeah. And the other thing I was just say is um, renew your mind. Yeah, the word. Know truth mm-hmm. and believe truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's one thing to actually know truth, and then another thing to actually believe it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you can know truth, you can know I call Jesus is this, God is this, mm-hmm. God is who He says He is. He's the I am. He's everything. Mm-hmm. But then to actually believe it when you need yeah. to believe it yeah. is a different thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you believe that God is a deliverer for every one of your friends, mm. but then when it's a time for God to be a deliverer to you, you're lacking mm. your faith. Mm. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah, you have to be true. consistent with your mm. belief and what you know mm. in terms of the Bible. Mm. And just to say that, I think it's J- J- uh, John 4 and John mm. 6 where um, Jesus basically talks about how the spirit is the living water yeah. mm-hmm. and you shall never be thirsty again. Mm-hmm. And then in John 6, or I think two chapters later, he says, um, whether it's John 5 or whatever, he says, um, he is the bread of life. Mm. And you will never be hungry again. Mm-hmm. So you have Jesus as the bread of life. And mm. You have the Holy Spirit as the living water. Mm. So what do you have? You have food and you have water. You can't mm. live without water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can't live, you can't live without food. Yeah. So, you so your nutrition is in Christ. Your yeah. satisfaction is in Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So only he can satisfy. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So I feel like we have to get to a place of maturity where it's like, only what Jesus has for me, yeah. only righteousness can mm. satisfy. Mm-hmm. Only the spirit leading me can satisfy. Mm. And if the spirit leads me somewhere, yeah. I shall be satisfied. Amen. If he leads me away from what my desires are, yeah. I shall be satisfied yeah. wherever yeah. he's leading me. Mm. And it comes down to being content as well. You know what I'm saying? Be yeah. content with what God has given to you. And also, I also one thing that also, one practical step, well, two practical steps, or even three that I'll give to you is that check your environment as well. But mm. your environment can make you go back to the same old situation God delivered you from, you know what I'm mm. trying to say? And it takes one, one, it then takes one step, yeah, or even one, yeah, one step to go back to your old sinful life, you know what I'm trying to say? So I feel like one thing I need to um, just analyze your environment, because sometimes, yeah, there's, there's friends that, ha- um, that, that you have, or some, there's, some, there's, there's certain friends that you have, yeah, people in your circles that say that, oh, today we're going to smoke weed, we're going to get high, or even there's an event called 420 or something. Is it 420? Yeah, four, and you know, so that's when like everyone that. smokes weed. Something and, like and, that. and it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like, you have to be careful, like, because you don't want to go back to your old sinful life, you know what I'm trying to say? So you have to, like, stay away from these kind of, like, places, you know what I'm trying to say? So analyze your, analyze your, your, your environment, because you know what I'm trying to say? Because if the devil wants to get to you and you can't get to use your environment to get to you, you know what I'm trying to say? So check your friends' circle. Also pray for godly environment. Ask God to give you godly friends. Yes. And also, as um, Tisa said, hate. You have to hate it. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. For, the, for the number one thing, you have, to do, you have to hate it. You have to ask God to, to give that passion or that desire to hate it mm-hmm. and use God to combat that weed. You know what I'm trying to say? So that's one thing I'll say. But yeah. yeah. But also, that's a good one still. Yeah. Thank you guys for contributing. That was good, that was good still. <laughs> cool.